The world is more complex than ever. Who can make sense of it? Join Reverend Michael Angley Oguche on NUMA Podcast each week as he shows you how God's Word connects directly to your life in this age and helps you navigate trials and tribulations. If you want to deepen your relationship with God and learn what He has in store for you, listen and subscribe to NUMA Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Just search for NUMA Podcast. Hello and welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed. Thank you for joining this podcast. The main text today is the book of Joshua, chapter 3, verse 7 to 17. And the Lord said to Joshua, Today I will begin to exalt you in the eyes of all Israel, so they may know that I am with you as I was with Moses. Tell the priests who carry the Ark of the Covenant, When you reach the edge of the Jordan's waters, go and stand in the river. Joshua said to the Israelites, Come here and listen to the words of the Lord your God. This is how you will know that the living God is among you and that he will certainly drive out before you the Canaanites, Hittites, Hivites, Perizzites, Girgashites, Amorites, and Jebusites. See, the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord of all the earth will go into the Jordan ahead of you. Now then, choose twelve men from the tribes of Israel, one from each tribe. And as soon as the priests who carry the Ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth, set foot in the Jordan, its waters flowing downstream will be cut off and stand up in a heap. So when the people broke camp to cross the Jordan, the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant went ahead of them. Now the Jordan is at flood stage all during harvest. Yet as soon as the priests who carried the Ark reached the Jordan and their feet touched the water's edge, the water from upstream stopped flowing. It piled up in a heap a great distance away at a town called Adam in the vicinity of Zarathan, while the water flowing down to the Sea of the Arabah, the Salt Sea, was completely cut off. So the people crossed over opposite Jericho. The priests who carried the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord stood firm on dry ground in the middle of the Jordan, while all Israel passed by until the whole nation had completed the crossing on dry ground. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you once again for another privilege to be able to bring your word to the world. I ask, O oh Lord, that you will inspire me today as I speak, and that as many that will listen to this podcast will be blessed. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. The title of this podcast is Journey into the Unknown. Journey into the Unknown. Each day of our lives, calls for one form of decision or the other, which may not necessarily be life-altering. But there are also sometimes that we must make decisions that has eternal consequence. This is what this message is about today. Maybe as an individual listening to this podcast, you are at the cusp of a new beginning in your life and seeking to properly and sincerely navigate your way through the unknown. 
the trouble with this type of expedition is that you are uncertain of what the outcome might be in a few years from now because of the dynamics of your present circumstances. But child of God, may I encourage you today with the words from the catalog of faith. The book of Hebrews chapter 11 verse number 1, number 2 and number 6 says this. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, for by it the elders obtain good testimony. But without faith it's impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So, my friend, can you not see how the book of Hebrew puts it? Faith is not something that is tangible. It's not something you can see. It, but it's the only currency that you can use to navigate to pay for your way right here on this side of eternity. That was the currency that the Hebrew elders used. That is the currency that you need. So during the 1800s, many missionaries from the West went out to Africa. Africa then was described as the white man's grave the dark continent, and many other disparaging adjectives. These guys went out to these places not expecting to return. So they carried along with them their own prefabricated coffins so that they will be buried in it, either at sea or whatever happened. These guys went out by faith. Albeit, some of them were instrument of the colonial masters. But that would be a topic for another day. However, there are so many interesting aspects of these early missionaries. For example, Dr. David Livingston from Blantyre, Scotland, was famously quoted as saying, if you have men who will only come if they know there is a good road. I don't want them. I want men who will come if there is no road at all. Livingston went on to say, I will go anywhere provided it be forward. So you see for this gentleman, Dr. Livingston, he wants to go only but forward and nothing else if there is no road david will make road if there are no men he will raise men and i believe this is how faith works especially when your trust is in god my brothers and sisters right now you may be unable to see the light at the end of your tunnel but certainly if you look with your inner eyes carefully, you will see Jesus Christ. And if you see Jesus Christ, you have seen your tomorrow. And by extension, the end of your dark tunnel. The book of Hebrew chapter 
13 verse 8 says this Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever that means Jesus is in yesterday Jesus is in today and Jesus is in tomorrow what insurance what other insurance do you need to be able to move forward by faith in Jesus Christ now in the story of Joshua we find similar circumstances confronting him and his people God has commanded them to cross the Jordan and the only option seems to be to trust and to obey. So they head out to the bank of the river, but there were instructions that must be followed. Joshua was to command the priest who carried the ark and as soon as they stepped into the river, the current from the upstream shall stop flowing heaping up on one side. The priests with the ark stood in the middle until everyone on the caravan had crossed. What we notice here is the fact that they acted by faith. Joshua obeyed God's instruction by doing exactly as he was told. And the priests obeyed Joshua by stepping into the unknown, the river, Likewise, all the people of Israel, they all took steps of faith because they had clear instruction. The problem we have today, my friends, is that we, our society, our world today is not able to follow instruction. I am guilty of these things myself. Each time I buy a new electronic equipment or something, I just think I know how to uh, put them together. But that takes a little longer if I will only but read the instruction. We are just on a fast lane. We want to get everything done. We think everything is standard. And so we bring the same kind of thinking into the things of God. But my friend, that makes things even difficult for us. But notice, these guys followed the instruction to the letter. Are you that kind of Christian that follows the instructions there in the Bible? This is NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche. God bless you. Keep listening. Now, the River Jordan itself is mentioned about 195 times in the Bible, mostly in the Old Testament. The average width of the riverbed is about 98 feet, while the depth ranges from 3 to 10 feet and can vary in flood time. What we do know is that the river overflowed its bank, so it must have been a very taxing time for Israel. We must also bear in mind that success of crossing the River Jordan is by no means the end of the story as that is in fact the beginning because of the character present on the other side of the river such as the Canaanite, 
Hittites, Hevitites, Perizzites, Gagashites, Amorites, and Jebusites. The seven enemies of Israel in the land of promise that they had to conquer in order to possess that land. So you see, my friend, the fact that you are a Christian does not in any way exempt you from all these kind of situations. There are so many characters around us today in this world that are militating against us each day, each night. We struggle with so many things, especially for now when sin is so close to us. A walk into the supermarket, you can find all kinds of unsavory magazines. When I was growing up, there were very few television stations around the world. And there was nothing really serious to watch on the TV. But today, you have hundreds of hundreds of television stations all begging for your attention. And as you sit down to relax with television, all you find is all kinds of unsavory uh, images coming right into your living room, even when you don't want it. Talk about the internet where you're listening to my podcast from today. You discover that the internet is the worst culprit in the 21st century as it beams into our devices all kinds of uh, nonsense and pictures that we would ordinarily not invite. So all of these things are enemies. I could talk more about some of these things, but let's move on to talk about the characters that Israel were to face, the seven enemies that they were to conquer on the other side. It is interesting to study the character of those Israel was to conquer and what was it that made God to forbid Israel from compromising. Now, let's begin with the Canaanites. This means merchants who humiliate. Their lifestyles were motivated by greed and lust for the accumulation of earthly and material wealth. Above all, the Canaanite, like most people of the ancient Near East, personified the forces of nature, built a religion around series of mythical rituals by which they thought they might be able to compel these supernatural beings or gods into dealing kindly with them. These ritual acts were performed in Canaanite temples and sanctuaries and were by their very nature sensual and erotic. This type of worship the God of Israel detests as they have never to have other gods. You find this in Exodus chapter 20 verse 3 to 5. The Hittites, the word Hittite means terror. They were giants who brought fear, confusion, and discouragement to others. Then we have the Hevitites. These guys claimed to offer a good lifestyle, living by phrases such as, if it feels good, do it. Don't worry what other people think and look out for number one. Parasites. These guys were people who had separated themselves and lived in unprotected villages. They had no discipline and restriction. Now, 
many Christians today also by the virtue of how they live their life they have technically separated themselves from the protection of God and so they have no discipline or restrictions let's move on to Gagashites the word Gagashite means one who returns back from a pilgrimage therefore they are people that go back and are earthly the Amorites, these guys were people who were very arrogant and boastful in their speech, who were always challenging. They had high esteem and this pride led to finding fault in others. And the final one is the Jebusites. They were people who exploited and polluted others through immoral activities. And you see all of these characters listed as the seven enemies of Israel clearly points us to something even in our days you can clearly see what all of these tribes represents and we have them all in the 21st century in one form or the other the point I want to drive home today is this as people of God we are being constantly invited to make journeys into the unknown to the other side what is on the other side we do not know but the good news is this that we know who is on the other side as joshua said in verse 10 by this you shall know that among you is the living god who without fail will drive out from before you the canaanites hittites hevitites perizzite gagashite amorite and jebusites also, we know that we can place our trust in the one who invites us in the first instance as we find in the book of Luke chapter 8 verse 22 to 25. Even as he invited them to go over to the other side, he was there with them in the storm. The presence of the Lord makes all the difference and we can be confident in that very assurance. As we make our next move as a people, as individuals listening to this podcast, may we be rest assured that God has gone ahead of us and he will give us the needed strength in our weary bodies, souls, and spirit to overcome any unforeseen challenges that might confront us. Brothers and sisters in the Lord, Time has come when we need to begin to put our trust in God. Time has come when we need to know who we have trusted. Like the Apostle Paul said in the book of 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 12. He said, yet this is no cause for shame because I know whom I have believed and I'm convinced that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him until that day. My friends, my brothers and sisters, we can put our trust in God today. We can believe in God because we know that he is able to deal with us kindly. We know that God is a righteous judge we know that he can judge righteously we know that whatever we put in his hand he can keep do not be afraid of tomorrow do not be afraid of the unknown do not be afraid of the journey into the unknown 
because you are a child of God, because you are a special person in God. And this way, you will be able to arrive at your destination. Even though there may be trouble along the way, there may even be trouble in your life now, but I trust God that he will get you out of that trouble. Only if you can trust and obey, only if you can follow that instruction. And that's what we're talking about. The journey into the unknown. If you can travel with Jesus Christ, you will be fine. Let us pray. Dear Lord Jesus, I thank you because I know that you are a prayer answering God. And I know that as many that are going through their hard time, their journey to the unknown, Father, that you are there with them. And I call upon the name of Jesus today to be with them wherever they may be. Lord, it is you. And Lord, it's us, your children. And I thank you because you're still in that business, in the business of saving us, in the business of being with us you said in your word i am with you always lord i thank you for as many that has listened to this podcast that you bless them oh god may they receive that strength for the journey into the unknown as i seal this prayer in the precious name of jesus christ amen Thank you for listening to the NUMA podcast. This has been the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguche. I pray that God will richly bless you until I come your way again.